Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning. Happy rainy Father's Day morning. It's going to get hot as hell later. Jay Binkley with you. Big Sunday. Grant Nicholson is always here with me. Grant had a little car trouble last week and his dad bailed him out. Well, he's taking his father to lunch today, and that's a good thing for Father's Day. I appreciate you doing that, Grant. One step to the plate. I need good karma. Yeah. You do. I I do. I really do. Take care of your dad. Your dad listens to the show. I appreciate it. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. A lot of stuff going on today. Obviously, this is a big day in sports. Great. This is fun. We have playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Got some NASCAR returning to Nashville. We had the F1 this morning. It's already done. Got did Royals you, baseball. Did you watch any of the College World Series last night? I did. Did man. you see that Arizona Vandy game? I did. I did. Three SEC sick. teams in the College World Series. They've done, they, they've, had, they've done it 12 times. They've done that. It just the means big 12, more. The closest to them, three, it just means more. No, of course I watched it, man. Kamar Rocker, man. Could be a Royal. You never know. Got rocked last night. But what a great game. That atmosphere in the College World Series, that is insane. I know Alex Gold went up there. I'd love to hear his thoughts and reaction to it. It's really one of the, the staples in sports, the College World Series. Unfortunately, they didn't have it last year. Vanderbilt's trying to repeat. They were the 2019 champion. Speaking of Vanderbilt, Mike Miner on the mound today for the Kansas City Royals as they try to beat and sweep the Reds, or not beat, sweep. They can beat them. Can't sweep them. It's one and one in this series. It's been since 2017 since they won a series. Mike Miner against Nathan Avaldi today. He's a flamethrower, man. He averages like 97 on his fastball. Dude hits triple digits or whatever, and he's very good on the road. Uh, we'll see. He's going against Mike Miner today. So we have that. I mentioned the NASCAR. We got the U.S. Open. One of the greatest golf uh, events uh, that we have is we're getting three out of four majors out of the way. It's a big day in sports for Father's Day. This is fathers sit back, eat some BBQ, crack open a few brewskis, watch TV, do what dads do. Just enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your kids. Like Grant, his dad. It's going to be fun. Uh, the Royals made a move this morning. Speaking of the Royals, I would say Josh Vernier's on deck show comes at noon, but... I'm pinch hitting for Vern. Vern will be back Tuesday. And it's good that Vern's back because he'll be back Tuesday because there's a stretch of 20 games right till the All-Star break, right? The Royals start off on a 10-game road trip on Tuesday. Pay very close attention to this, Grant. Then they come home versus the Twins and the Reds without Moose. Moose is hurt. Then it's back on the road. 14 of the next 20 games on the road for the Kansas City Royals. That's a little tough of a stretch there. You know what it is? But, you know, like that about the Chiefs, they're 15-1 on the road the last two years, you know? But this is the Chiefs. <laughs> it's not the Chiefs. <laughs> but regardless, a lot to get to today. We'll uh, hear from Mike Matheny 
a little bit later. But the Royals, I consider this, Grant, and I, I, I do this. I try not to do this. I try not to. This is the biggest game because that's more your generation. That was the best game I ever saw because your your history goes back to, like, 2010, right? I mean, you, like, anything happened before, it's, like, torched. Like Kramer. Literally, anything before 2000, you gotta you gotta uh, teach Kramer. Then he learns and he, he processes it and and understands life did happen before 2000. But I always like the Chiefs Broncos have a great game. They'll say it's the best one ever, you know. But I remember Joe Montana with, with the Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. I mean, there's been great or Mahomes' first game against the with the JV playing against the Broncos. But is important of series. This one is for the Royals. Again, since 2017, you haven't beaten the Red Sox. Now, Friday night, we felt good. Modesty crushing one 464. Don't know if you saw this. I haven't had a chance to talk to you yet. I mean, I know the home runs are down. I know they de-juiced the baseball a little bit. But we're seeing some moonshots in baseball, man. We're seeing moonshots like we've never seen before. Look at Salvi and the averaging like 430 feet on his home runs. 464, fourth longest home run by a Royal ever since StatCast came about, and that was 2015. I'll tell you what, I have never, and I've been to a million Royals games, I've never seen one go on the Rivals. I've seen clo- I've seen Adam Dunn come close back in the day. He was a, he was a baseball player, Grant. They called him the Big Donkey. Yeah, I know who Adam Dunn is. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Dunn retired like seven years ago or something. I, I'm just checking, man. <laughs> You're young. There's got to be careful, man, working with you and Kramer, right? Anyway, just, just Google him. <laughs> but anyway, Travis Hafner, Kurt Nelson, uh, Royals Hall of Fame director, had talked to Vern the other night. Vern was out there Friday night, and he said, he said Travis Hafner had probably done it. But literally, that baseball cleared the stands. That bad boy ended up in rivals. I mean, somebody was drinking beer, eating nachos, whatever, and that baseball comes in there. Didn't play yesterday, Monday. I know a lot of people are upset that Monday wasn't in the lineup yesterday. Scheduled day off. Hey, they're going to be careful with him. Right now, he's he's a great commodity. With him in the lineup, this team's better. It just is. Monday was the only reason they won Friday night. Yeah, Perez hit his 18th home run. That was cool. But Monday with that three-run shot. The guy sets the tempo. And the guy's been on fire going back to last September. But he's got to stay healthy. I mean, that, that's the caveat on the whole thing. Mondi, stay healthy. Because I'm telling you what, when this cat's in the lineup, and I know we watch Northwest Arkansas and see what Bobby Witt Jr. is doing, which, by the way, triple and a double last night. The guy's just, the guy's, the guy's killing it. He struggled against righties earlier. That's that's coming way up. Dude's going to be in Omaha here soon. He's the biggest thing to hit Omaha since the College World Series. Probably even bigger. But he's not there yet. But he will be. Him and Nick Prado. But the bottom line is, when Mondi's in that lineup, it just what he he's, he's got that presence. Now he did struggle last year. I understand that. Then he got hot in September, which I consider September numbers different last year than years before because more teams were in the playoff chase. It was only the second month of the season. It mattered more in last September than previous September's. We'll see what happens with the lineup. It's not been put out yet. I'll give it to you as soon as I got it. What in the lineup yesterday? There was no injuries, no concerns. I know people called the post game show yesterday, and we're wondering about Adelbert Mondesi, I do expect him today because I consider this big. You beat two out of three against the Boston Red Sox, who, by the way, are now in first place. First time they've been in first place since May 22nd. It's been a minute because the Rays, the Rays have been hot. But you know what else? Guess what the Rays lost? Or guess who the Rays lost? 
Tyler Glass now. 60 day IL. The guy complaining that once he didn't have the sticky stuff, which we'll get into. Because that, that takes effect tomorrow, by the way. The sticky stuff rule. The 10-game suspension. So you're going to see a lot of crazy things up and down. I thought J.J. Piccolo had a great uh, interview with Cody and Gold Friday. Asking about how it's changing, you know, the guys in the minors to, to redevelop these guys. And I'll play Peter Moylan because he was a former Royal. He's on Bally Sports in Atlanta. Talked about, listen, I'm with these pitchers. I understand they need a grip, man. Because if they don't have a grip, that baseball is going to be all over the place. You're going to see a ton of hit batters. And let me tell you, hitters don't want to step up at that plate with the 100 miles an hour coming at their face. They prefer. Now, I, I'm in the camp, and baseball's been working on a solution or a substance to put on the baseball. Or even that. Just make the baseball stickier. Just give the pitchers some kind of traction. Now, they've taken it too far, and, and you know they've taken it too far. And they admit they've taken it too far with spider tech and whatever it is. But that comes into place tomorrow. So hopefully Mondi's back in. But I'm telling you, man, 440-foot, 5-foot shots since he's been back. 464, got to stay healthy. Not only that, they've got to get hit with runners in scoring position. That's the most frustrating thing about the 6 for the last 68. 0 for 11 yesterday with runners in scoring position. But again, the Red Sox, as I mentioned, they took over first place. This is a good baseball team here in Kansas City. And Friday night felt good with the 5-3 win. Yesterday looked good, too, the first four innings. Brad Keller was dealing. You're like, all right. Because Brad Keller hadn't gone past six innings since early June. So it's like, can Brad Keller make that develop? Then the fifth inning happened, and it snowballed downhill. But to me, for the Royals, and listen, there's seven games under 500. That ties the most they've been under 500 this season. I get it. This this season's been about a mix of the old with the young and developing the younger players, which the minor league system, a little bit different. It's a little bit weird. There's six-game series in the minor leagues. They had contraction. You got guys playing up a level. Don't get enamored with AAA stats. I know I, we try to because we look at what Bobby Witt Jr. is doing and all that, but you got to be careful. Ryan O'Hearn has 12 home runs for Omaha yesterday. I got a call yesterday to call up Ryan O'Hearn. It's like, what? seriously, do you want him to come up here and struggle, and then Jorge Soler go to Omaha and hit like 12 home runs in a week? Then what are you going to say? Where's Jorge? Because you know he would. He'd go up there and crush it. It's like, well, Dozier. I mean, fifth and sixth hitters for the Royals, it's the worst in Major League Baseball. It's not even close how bad they've been, the fifth and sixth hitters. But what's the solution? And I know in Omaha's got the best record in minor league baseball. But what's the solution? Because you don't want to bring guys up here and see them struggle. Jared Kalinick, the fourth-rated prospect in Major League Baseball, was called up early in the season with the Mariners because everybody wanted him. Then he ends up going 0 for 39 after a few hits in the early on. Back to the minor leagues. But it happens. Mike Trout got sent back to the minor leagues, right? You just got to be careful and cautious when you bring guys up. And understand what the expectations of the team are. But I'm telling you, winning two out of three against Boston will build the confidence of that team. I mean, yesterday was deflating after after feeling Friday night. Friday night, there was so much enthusiasm. People were excited. Hell, I was excited. Maybe it's because of Mondi's home run and Sal Perez's home run. Maybe I was excited about that. And they used an opener. Kyle Zimmer held it down, opened the game up. It was like, all right, this is cool, man. I like what the Royals are doing. Brad Keller, until the fifth inning yesterday, then I got pissed. It's like, all right, Mike Miner, it's up to you, who, by the way, has struggled at home. He's been great on the road, but he struggled at home. <laughs> and it's just the reverse for Nathan Avaldi, the pitcher, 
But as Denny Matthews always said, expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. But yesterday was just a weird game. I mean, Whit Merrifield, three stolen base. He hadn't stolen base since June 4th. He leads Major League Baseball now with 20 stolen base. Had three yesterday. Contact play, he's thrown out at home when he got to third base. The second time he's caught in a rundown, it's like he was doing everything he could. Like he was doing everything he could to get a win. But Witt's been hitting well since May 30th. He's raised his average 25 points. Perez is Sal Perez. I hope the guy gets invited to the home run derby because I think we would like to see that. Give us something fun, I think. Because, I mean, even when the Rose are winning, you know, with Hosmer hitting a home run in the All-Star game, that was fun. Seeing Sal Perez in the home run derby, I think, would give us just that boost. I, th- I think we need that as a city for the Royals, for Sal Perez to be in that. Jorge Soler, outside of yesterday, struggled yesterday. He had five walks in his previous four games going into yesterday. That was a good sign to see. Dozier, hey, at a, for 200 plate appearance, the lowest batting average ever for a Kansas City Royal. Hitting 145. That part's got to get better. Nicky Lopez has been hot. Matter of fact, he has more hits with runners in scoring position. That's six for 68 that I'm saying. He's got two of them. Nicky Lopez. But, again, you're not really going to count on Nicky Lopez. Get three or four of these guys hot. Ned Yossi, get three hitters hot in the lineup and see what happens. I think with Mondesi sprinkled in there, and then Ben Attendee's hurt, and it sucks because I want to see Ben Attendee against his former team, the Red Sox. So if you had wit. And Mondi and Benatendi and Soler could turn things around. Maybe this lineup could work. But then there's the pitching on the other side where they've got to get solid arms in the pitching. Regardless of Mike Matheny for you a little bit later, I'll have the Royals on deck show for you, or Vern's on deck show, coming up at noon. But coming up next, the Chiefs are done until report day in St. Joe. 27th is when they report. Probably get uh, underway on the 31st. Regardless, Chiefs had their last press conference this week. And it was interesting to hear from Andy Reid. Heavy Big Red for you next. Big Sunday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. I forgot to mention Kim Gallagher, right shoulder impingement. Going on the IEL, Sebastian Rivero called up for the Kansas City Royals. You ever have an impingement of your shoulder, Grant? Absolutely not. I've had one. Made it difficult to drink beer, to be honest with you. It's a little weird. Like drinking, like holding a can, soda, pop, whatever. For me, it was beer. Tough to drink. You just can't move your shoulder or what? Tough, man. Sucks. Feel for you, Kim. By the way, Alberto Modesty back in the lineup today. He'll be hitting cleanup. For your Kansas City Royals. Again, I talked to somebody in the front offices years ago about Mondi. Said this guy could bat first, guy could bat second, could bat third, could bat fourth. You can do a lot of things, but you got to stay healthy. By the way, I found this stat interesting. It's from uh, Royals PR, Nick Capel. Listen to this. Whit Merrifield is on pace for 42 doubles, 47 stolen bases, 89 ribs. That combination has been matched five times since 1901. George Sisler. Ty Cobb, Benny Coff, Tris Speaker, and Ty Cobb once again. Again, Whit Merrifield, man. Four times in Royals history, it, it, there's been 20, 30 guys. At least hit 20 home runs, 30 stolen bases. Beltron three times. Amos Otis once. Can Whit Merrifield add his name on that? But anyway, I thought it was interesting that um, Merrifield leads off in the right field. Carlos Santana bats second at DH. Sal Perez will be the catcher today. Day game after night game. Gutierrez, or Montessi cleaning up, then Gutierrez, Dozier, Dyson, Taylor, and Lopez is the lineup for the Royals. Get to Andy Reid in a second. From the 918, where the hell's that? Where's the 918? Dayton needs someone to question the moves he makes and don't make, but in front of the office, it isn't. I don't think you were using voice to text. Well, guess he's such a good guy. I don't it's, get this, but you have questions about the moves he makes. You think someone's going to question the move of Carlos Santana? Because that's worked out pretty well for the Royals. Teaching patience, walking, one of the leaders in the American League in walks. Second on team in home runs. What about Andrew Benatendi, who was brought in as a move? It's way too early. 2018 draft class with pitchers again. Last year threw a wrench in everything with COVID. And guys at the alternative site, not playing games. So hold on. And then also 918, please send me a general manager who's won a ring in a small market. And don't use Tampa because they haven't won. And now that it's a bigger city than this is. But you can't do it. And then give me three replacements that you would go with instead of Day. I'm curious what you'd do. Because I'm not making that move. I'm staying with Dayton Moore. I mean, that's what I'm doing. That's my general manager. I'm good with that. I like what he did. I mean, World Series in 14 and 15. You knew that you were going to have to regroup. The check became due. Guys like Cosmer stuff, they're going to leave. The check came due, and you had to do what you have to do. And they're rebuilding, and hopefully this 2018 draft class works out, Grant. Minor leagues are plentiful for the Kansas City Royals. It's a matter of getting them here, getting the timing down, 
getting them acclimated, getting them to Kansas City. But I think they'll get here. What about Wade Davis and Greg Holland? Here's the thing about Davis and Holland. Sometimes you take a chance on guys. Sometimes you hope for a Ryan Madsen that was out of baseball to come back or a Tim Belcher. You, you hope that, uh, especially with Ryan Madsen, who ended up being a big part of the uh, of the uh, of the bullpen. But sometimes you hope that, and then the wisdom they impart. I mean, I understand what they were doing. They brought some guys back to kind of help the young guys, to teach them to learn the game, the mental aspect of baseball. Nine one eight. He's had three winning seasons in fifteen or three winning seasons fifteen years. Here's the deal, man. Nine one eight. Small markets lose, man. Look around baseball. Go look at what see what the Cincinnati Reds and their payroll and they've been able to do since Dayton Moore took over in the front office. Go look at some of these other teams and what they're doing. How's Seattle doing? What rings have the Minnesota Twins won? You know, I'm waiting. It's a small market, and you go to back-to-back World Series, including winning a ring. Team was built around the ballpark. It doesn't happen. Again, you have all these numbers, but there's a pennant that says 2015 World Champions on the scoreboard because of Dayton Moore. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Regardless, I'm kidding. 918. I mean, I understand. You're behind a keyboard. You like to type things out because you hate everybody, but you never have a solution. You're one of these people that always want this guy needs to go, this guy needs to go, this guy. But who, who do you want instead? Like, you want to get rid of everybody, but who do you want to replace them? Like, everybody wants somebody gone, but they never have the idea of who the replacement. Hell, people in this town used to be mad at Andy Reid back in 2014. And then what happened? You see what I'm saying? People like to be mad. People love to be mad. They, but they, ne- be they mad. never have a solution of what to do. And yesterday the solution was Ryan O'Hearn. Brohern. I like him. I love the guy. He's awesome. He's mashing up in Omaha. But again, that's Omaha. It's not Kansas City. It's a big difference. Ask Daniel Lynch, <laughs> 23rd best prospect in baseball. Teams pick up what you're doing, man. It's sophisticated Major League Baseball. There's film. They're watching every little move that you make. So sometimes it's kind of hard to to fool anybody in Major League Baseball. It's the show for a reason. But I understand the blood of old. You say, why these old guys back? Well, a lot of it is to impart wisdom on some of the younger guys. That's what, That was the hope. Sit down and talk to them. Hey, do this, do that. Hey, was this team, hey, I mean, they started off, I think it surprised us all. 16 and 9 is like, whoa. We'll see what happens today because this town is up and then you're down. Friday night you were up. Yesterday you're over down. And hopefully today you can get back up. Again, it's that football mentality. We get mad after every wins and losses, but it's a 16-game season. You could be mad or should be mad when that happens. But I mentioned Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs as we'll dive in uh, to more about the minicamp thoughts and especially Chris Jones. But uh, here was Andy Reid's overall thoughts on comparing this season to last, which is just much different for the Chiefs and other teams of professional sports. Yeah, so listen, on, on these Zoom calls, as you know, I mean, you can you can install, you can do all that. That uh, you can talk about fundamentals and techniques, but uh, you can't you can't work on them, and that's just what's real. Um, so uh, the, this gives you an opportunity to actually run the play and and, and work on the fundamentals and techniques and. Uh, let the players, after the coaches have evaluated their last season, uh, to sit there and help them get better with, with the, again, techniques and fundamentals that they might need 
this season. So I, I think it's a win-win. I think it's great to have the technology, uh, but at the same time, <clears throat> I think it's important that we we're still able to get them on the field. And I, I said this before, I think it's important that coaches handle it the right way and uh, try to keep the players as safe as they possibly can. If that, uh, for us, if that means giving up the run game part of it. Uh, we did that versus air and bags, but we, we didn't do it against each other. Then that, that's what we do. You know, so you, you gotta, you gotta try to keep them as safe as you possibly can. That is one happy man <laughs> getting able to actually see the guys and the guys shoe up. I remember Miles Garrett talking to Cleveland because they were asking him as a reporter there because only like 50 of their guys were there for OTAs. Like 80 some odd guys were there for the Chiefs. It's like, okay, this team's in a three straight AFC championship. Why? Winning teams win because they know how to win and they know they need practice and they show up because they know that they're paid a lot of money to win football games and they have expectations. And the Chiefs showed up and you could tell by enthusiasm, Andy Reid, hey, it's much different. You know, we're not on Zoom calls, nothing against that or whatever, but it is tiring, as you all know. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of the word Zoom. It's something that I never thought I'd use, but we've all had to use it. Now we, we don't have to as much, but I get it. But having guys there personally, so much different for the Kansas City. And they needed it, too. Last year, they didn't need it so much because they were running it back, so to speak. They had all the coaches back like they do this year, basically. There's a few new coaches sprinkled in. But they had the same team coming back, minus a few LDT and Damian Williams last year. But the coaches knew their responsibilities. The players knew what they were supposed to do. And it worked out, actually, for the Chiefs. And you saw the prepared coaches were the ones that won. How about Nick Saban? Andy Reid goes to the Super Bowl. I digress. Let's go to Dusty in Kansas City. What's up, Dusty? Mr. Binkley, how are you this morning? Hello, Dusty. Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you Happy Father's Day. And that I just wanted to tell you that uh, I thank you for everything that you do as you're kind of like the stepfather of all of us at 610. I just want to take time out of my day and thank all the fathers out there on this, I don't know, kind of rainy day here in Lee Summit. But Binkley, you're a good man. Don't get too riled up over the word Zoom. Football's right around the corner. The Royals are going to turn it around today against the Red Sox. Yes. Take two out of three. Yes. You got your you got your guy in the in the cleanup spot. Yes. And uh, you know, keep rocking and rolling, man. All right, Dustman. Thank you very much, man. Happy Father's Day to you and yours. Okay. I don't have a, I don't have any kids, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. No, to to, to your dad and stepdad oh, and all okay. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you knew of a kid that I had that I didn't well, know. I, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I don't. Can you I, rule it out? I mean, I can't rule I, it out. I, mean, I would rule it out. I mean, I hope. I mean, I don't want to be on Mari Povich anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've talked to Vern about this. You know, uh, yeah. he didn't have kids yet, but I, I've talked to him about this. You know, there's like, little Vern's Ferns rolling around. Yeah, you sure? There's that little like stat head somewhere. He's probably so mad at him for like <laughs> asking him who's going to pitch tomorrow. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If not him, then who? That's <laughs> today's show right you know what we're speaking to dusty likens he called in dust man here of course here at 610 dust man i'll be honest with you man friday night got me juiced man saturday left me to fly i was excited for four innings that i got deflated but then you know what the sun well the sun really didn't come up today yet but it will and they can beat the red sox before they head out 14 next 20 on the road dust man they need this one yeah yeah big one and uh you know as long as as long as Mondesi is hitting home runs and flexing his hog the way he is after he hits them, it's yes. a beauty to see because I get it. He's only played about 16 games yeah. in the last two years. But I love the fact that when he hits a home run, he stares it down and just knows that he's the best player on the field. And as long as he does that, 
he'll be everybody's dad on Father's Day. Would you be a bat flipper? 100%. Okay, would you just like throw it like towards the dugout? Would you pronounce flip? Would you throw it I behind the back? I would premeditative before I started the game. Like I would, lo- I would do research on the pitcher, hoping that I hit one off of him, knowing what pissed him off, and then I would do it. Like the Tatis cover the eye and then run around the bases when he did it against Bauer because he said he'd do it with one eye closed. That's the way I do it. Or I think I would do it the way, uh, you know, that kid did it in the minor leagues. You know, throw the bat up in the air, wait for it to come down, then start running. Really? Hey, I'm speak- not the most graceful guy, though, so I don't really have a lot of moves or a lot of uh, rhythm. But uh, there would definitely be at one point I would probably set the bat down and take my gloves off, then start running. Speaking of uh, Tatis, uh, Dustman, did you see his day-to-day now? Got hurt? Well, let's hope he stays off that all-injury team that we put together. Uh, hey, man. You know he needs flirting. to. He, yeah, he is flirting. He's, He's flirting. flirting, man. All right, well, Dusty. Binkley, you have a good rest of your show, and uh, I'll see you soon, brother. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks a lot. You Appreciate bet. it. You bet. Here you go, Dustman. Tatis, day-to-day. The baseball needs him. Like, they need his butt in the home run derby. Hotani's already said he's going to do it. I love the home run derby. It's a time thing now. Put Perez in it. Let's go. You want to start. Baseball needs the stars of the game. You know why they need the stars of the game, the home run derby, Grant? Because every time I leave here or listen to national sports radio, you know what they're talking about? NBA. I know you like the NBA. Great game last night with the Bucks and Nets. It's great games, but that's all they're talking about. And I get it. It's the playoffs. But even during the regular season, like, where's the baseball? The only thing baseball being talked about is the sticky stuff. It's all the bad news. It's the bad news. It's the injuries and the sticky stuff. I mean, there's great, like, Vlad Guerrero and what he's doing, the 23 bombs he's got, you know, leading every category in the Triple Crown in the American League. There's good stories in baseball. Got to find them. Got to find, like, baseball. Baseball needs home run derby. It needs the start. They need some sex appeal is what they really need. You know what I've always been hoping for? They're never going to do it, but they should. Because I do believe if Goodell or Silver, or Bettman were commissioner of baseball, they'd have it. Because NFL will turn a schedule release into the biggest news to hit. Free agency, the legal tampering period, will dominate the NCAA tournament because they get it. Have a retro group. Like, have a grouping of, like, your Bonds, McGuire's, Sosa. You can talk these guys into it. A retro group. Maybe Eastro, because everybody always talks about his majestic batting practice home runs wouldn't do it in the regular season what about what about a grouping of players former players like king griffey jr something like that now you'd shorten it up you wouldn't have those they'd be out of breath i get it man you get to a certain age but some of these guys can still bomb but if you're athletic enough to do it guys are still in shape why not let them do it and i get it some of them are byproducts of the juice era although some of it's not proven but I really don't care. I just want to see that ball go over the fence. Well, and some of those guys, they'd be a little miffed at the MLB, I'm sure. Well, it was the steroid era, okay? I get it. But now you got pitchers with so much crap on their hands, they just stick to it. I mean, it's steroids of throwing the baseball. Got it. We were talking Andy Reid, and we got sidetracked on baseball. See, baseball stuck out. But again, positive stuff with baseball. Tatis, get back. No, he, he joked because we have a we have an old injured team, baseball, like really good players. You and Dusty? Oh yeah, like I put Jacob Degrom on as a pitcher, even though he's won two Cy Youngs, but he's always hurt. Fourth time he's had to leave a start when he's hurt. Br Ace, 
We'd have a great team. I don't know if we ever play. <laughs> We'd be a great team. Bottom line. But regardless, let's talk some Chris Jones moving defensive end next. Big Sunday. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Hands full of spider tack. But you know what? It's legal till tomorrow. It is a 10-game suspension for Grant. But he gets paid. That's, that's got to be nice. For that sounds pitchers. pretty good. That's got to be nice for pitchers. 10 games. You miss a start, they can work it in so you can get your second start and get paid too. Good old baseball, man. And you know what? If you're playing games and you have someone that makes up the rules after the game starts, you can't do that. It's like fantasy football. You can't make up the punishment like towards the end of the season where all of a sudden you're like, all right, let's go make Joe sit at the Waffle House like that dude did on Twitter for 24 hours and every waffle you eat takes off an hour. Very creative, by the way. It was very well done. But you can't make up the – you do it before the season starts. How many waffles could you eat 24 hours in a Waffle House? That guy I was got asked to like, this what, Friday morning. I think Fesco, when, uh, they call me in the morning sometimes. They call me like 6.30 in the morning Friday, which I really appreciate it after doing a night show Thursday. It's very nice of them. And not only once, but they call me twice. Back to back. It was to wish somebody happy birthday. I think her name was Molly. Happy birthday, Molly. <laughs> I don't know how many I could eat. Grand, if I was there for 24 hours, I'd at least be 15, bro. At least, I mean, when I get bored, I eat, all right? When I get bored, because you'd be sitting there bored, there was nobody in there, they do have a nice jukebox, and they never close it, and they can play the Waffle House theme song. Probably 15. Dude, I'm a huge Waffle House guy. Dude, I could get through like five, maybe. There's the, If you go through Georgia, there's really like one on each side of the highway, because they're all over in Georgia. I think they're based in Atlanta. The best one ever, though. Because they do like some crazy things. They're hash browns. I know most of it's just standard, you know, chain restaurants. Same, it's like the same stuff at every Waffle House. But they they put some jalapenos and stuff. I, I call it the meanest waitress in Kentucky. It's a Paducah, Kentucky Waffle House. I used to go to Nashville sometimes for work, not radio, but my previous job. And I'd stop there because she was just mean, man. I mean, she's like the meanest thing in a hairnet I've ever seen. I haven't told her once. It's like, I'm going to get you something black, lacy, and sexy for your birthday, but I don't know what size hairnet you wear. But she was very mean. And, you know, I respect them because they'll, they'll yell the order to the cook, and they get it. They don't even have to write it down or put it on a the computer. They just yell it. It's done. It's so damn impressive. But you're laughing, but guys like Gus Malzahnies and Auburn, after games, he'd go to the Waffle House, you know? It's not, I've been there on a holiday. I've been there on Christmas. They treat everybody the same, I suppose. Because no matter where you're at, what time it is, it's like, you hungry? All right. Let's go to Waffle House. Let's go to Waffle House. I've been to I mean, Waffle it's House always one open. time in my life. You need to go more. No way. It's a very welcoming experience. It's an out-of-body experience, to be honest with you. But seeing that dude sitting there, I don't know, Grant. I mean, I, they take an hour every waffle you eat. You get an hour off your time. I probably wouldn't be spending much time there, to be honest with you, because this is fly. I mean, if you're real hungry, I mean, it would be tough just to eat waffles because I want the hash browns and everything else. So, uh, Seriously, Maybe I could get through six. I'm stuck in that Waffle House for a long time. What do you put on your waffle? Syrup, butter? What do you do? I, I know do, there's dads out there right now getting ready to go. I just do butter and syrup usually. Sometimes you throw peanut butter on there. It's pretty good. Oh, nice. little peanut butter, little bananas. Yeah, sometimes. Accessory. But if you do peanut butter and bananas, it's going to fill you up more. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. You can't do it for the for the challenge or you're going to. Do you know who, who used to eat a bunch of peanut butter? Uh, what, what did Elvis Presley put peanut butter on burgers, wasn't it? It was like the Elvis burger. Like, he was big into that. They have one at so long in uh, Manhattan. 
Peanut butter burger. I think it was Elvis's deal, man. I think that's what he liked. But regardless, to Chris Jones, you know, the talk about Chris Jones moving to the outside, that kind of made news this week. If, if you watch the news, it was kind of like a new revelation. But two weeks ago, the defensive coordinator of this football team, Steve Spagnuolo on May 27th, told you damn well what he was doing. Because he is an imposing player inside. We all know that. Um, if we move him outside on a, on a number of the snaps, and he's going to have to have, uh, he's going to be have to be flexible to do both. Uh, we will miss that. Hopefully, we will gain something on the edge when somebody changes a position. Obviously, the first hurdle is the mental part of it. So Chris is working through that, and he's been great. Uh, he, he's been here and been part of the whole thing, and I think that's important when you change a position. It's just not that easy to pick up a whole new spot, and we do some different things with the defensive end. So. Uh, he'll play out there a little bit. You know, we'll move him back inside when we have to. But I think it's a great point that you're making. I think your question is, how do you balance that? I'm not sure how you do that yet. Um, maybe it'll come down to, and I think we'll probably do a little bit of this, we'll come down to who we're playing and where maybe we can find a weakness and uh, maybe expose that weakness, you know, in, in the five offensive linemen. But all of that, we just got to get him used to playing the two spots right now and figure out the rest of it later on. So that was actually what should have led to sports back on the 27th. Hey, they're going to move Jones to the outside more. But instead, it was this past week when Jones talked, and then everybody asked everybody, Andy Reid. I think even the Honey Badger got asked a question about Jones going to the defensive end. But you heard it right there. It's going to be, I don't know what the ratio is. They don't know. It's going to be whoever the opponent is. It's going to be to create mismatches. You move them to the inside, which, by the way, he's the second most dominated guy on the inside in the NFL. You're not going to want to keep him on the outside all the time. At least I wouldn't. He's dominant there. Uh, Doug Farrar, uh, USA Today, that looks – this is geek out time, right? He geeks out over film of, of offensive linemen. And he judged – or defensive linemen too. He judged every defensive lineman in each spot from three – like three technique, four technique, four I, five, six, seven, nine, nine. I mean, the defensive lineman alignments. Jaron Reed was the most productive from the four eye, four inside. Chris Jones was the best three tech in all of football. So I don't know if you want to keep him all the way from three tech. That is a nasty punch with Reed and Jones in the middle. He can be nasty on the outside too. Trust me, they get paid more defensive ends. So I'm probably welcoming that addition. But I think Spag's going to mix him up. Maybe throw some taco on the outside, have Chris Jones on the inside. What they're going to do is like the Where's Waldo game. Where's Jones? Where's Jones? Where's Chris Jones? Like the quarterback will have to be cognizant of where he's at. Jones inside or outside. The offensive line's got to make their calls. The center's got to make the calls. Where's Jones inside or outside? Because I'll tell you this, when he's on the inside with Jaron Reed, that is a hell of a combination. Even Andy Reed, when he spoke, he's, like, he's the most under-talked about guy. Talk about him at night all the time. Jaron Reed's on a one-year deal. He's trying to what? Get the bag. Major bag alert, as we call it, Grant, in Wendy's. He's trying to get that, the one-year deal. Then Frank Clark hopefully can regain the same kind of numbers, over 100 pressures, you know, 23 and a half sacks combined when he was with uh, Jaron Reed in Seattle, recreate some of that magic. But I found that interesting that they thought this was uh, a big deal, actually. But coming up next, uh, Mike Matheny, the manager of the Kansas City Royals, has spoken. Adalberto Mondesi in the cleanup role. I'll bring you that next. Big Sunday. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Royals 
go for the series win against the Red Sox today. Mike Miner versus Nathan Avaldi. The hard throwing Nathan Avaldi, who hits triple digits. Adalberto Mondesi batting cleanup today. Here's the manager, Mike Matheny, this morning. Happy Father's Day, Mike. Um, Thanks, Joe. Before uh, baseball question, you last month talked about your mom, of course, coming the week that the, the night that you got ejected. Um, that hasn't <laughs> happened this week. But what what did what is your dad meant to you? Yeah, I hope that's uh, not prophetic. <laughs> um, you know, um, I I appreciate it more every day. Um, what uh, what my dad means to me, and you know, just uh, I think I think we're all many of us are. Um, we take take it for granted um, just the influence and the effect as I look at what I do for a living had my dad not had a passion for the game um, it's hard to say what direction my life would have gone um, kind of uh, following in the footsteps of, of the passion he had but but then just also um, just grateful you know that uh, to witness things that I witnessed a dad that was was there every day and uh, how he went about his business of leading our family and uh, loving us well. And, um, you know, it's the more time I spend with young men um, and hearing their stories, the more uh, rare and special uh, I realized the upbringing that I had with having a, a, a dad that was, that was present and um, just sacrificed so much for our family. So it was cool to be able to, to have that conversation with him this morning and uh, continue to thank him for the sacrifices that he and my, my mom both made uh, to be able to, to have the kind of life. Um, and we, we didn't have much, but looking back, man, I had everything I needed then some. So very, very grateful today. What, what's uh, your dad's name, Mike? Jerry. Jerry. Okay. Um, and then a baseball question, you know, usually when we ask about a player, how they feel after, getting pulled or whatever there's progress or, or you have an update but a singer situation feels a little bit weird because you knew going in so i, I don't even know if there is an update or, or or how you guys are handling this i assume he's ready to go for tuesday yeah yeah he's ready to go for tuesday and feels better uh, than he did after his start his previous start uh which is all good news but we're, we're going to continue to monitor and you know, once again, just want to remind um, everybody, as I remind myself, we went into this season understanding that Brady broke into the major leagues during a 60-game season. And every one of these guys had something adjusted last year. So those young arms that are still kind of getting developed um, at the at the major league level, you know, it, it is. That's just the, the truth of it is they're learning what it's like to take the ball every fifth day or so uh, at 162 game season. They've never been through that. And so just trying to um, take everything we, we can from sports medicine and from uh, all of our, our, our medical people. Uh, what are we learning? What, what are uh, we need to be cautious of? And then uh, listening to the players also and uh, tell, tell us what you're feeling. Um, and then trying to use uh, some of uh, uh, all of the uh, information that we had to make the best decision possible going into each start and just uh, err on the side of caution when we can. Lynn. Good morning, Skip. Good morning. Um, you you'd mentioned Brady and I was uh, heading in that similar direction because I was curious because um, we've seen opener, we've seen, you know, some different guys move to bullpen. 
Um, how set are your pitching plans for uh, the next series? Um, pretty set. So uh, we know that uh, Brady will be uh, be making that start on Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday we're still kind of trying to figure some things out. Um, but you know, you're pretty much going to try and we're pretty much going to try and have uh, Brad and Mike Miner stay very consistent, um, being two guys who've been around a little longer than most of the others, and uh, kind of have them as 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 frequent and consistent as possible, and um, try and figure out by reading each of these other players each day is how the, how the rest is going to fall into place. And then I wanted to ask about, um, uh, with cam was, uh, the shoulder thing you guys made that roster move official this morning. Was that something that, um, just popped up recently, or I was thinking back to his last start behind the plate. I think he made a couple of throws. I just didn't, wasn't sure where that, uh, where that came up from. No, it's been nagging him for a while and uh, trying. I thought we could get ahead of it, but it just uh, wasn't making the kind of progress that uh, everybody was hoping for. And you guys don't have any, I'm assuming early on, you guys don't have any sort of timetable on that. I mean, on what his um, progression or what path might be as far as where he goes from here. No, I, I think they're, they're guessing that, it, um, you know, just, figure out how it, uh, how it feels, how it progresses as he starts to rehab it a little more aggressively before he was just trying to maintain um, some of the, the discomfort that he was having and uh, being able to, you know, be in that role as, as a backup, um, you know, going into, um, you know, a long stretch here, we're going to be, be needing some days for Salvi. It's going to be hot. We've got 20 games in a row um, trying to get Cam into a good place so he can, uh, continue to do and he's done a really nice job and every time we put him in there which has been um, you know he's been getting quite a few starts uh, we just want to make sure he's ready and physically able to do what he needs to do behind the plate thank you you're welcome Megan hey Mike happy Father's Day thanks Megan I'm impressed that you were were you with uh, Swarzak yesterday yeah, they did a nice job. And, uh, you know, we, we've seen Anthony in the past and uh, this guy who's uh, been around and has had a nice, uh, nice career and um, had a good feel for what some of the things he would do well. He came in right away, spinning the ball well, um, thought he used his fastball very, uh, very well. I thought it, the ball jumped out pretty good, too. So, um, you know, it's just a, another experienced arm that we can rely on. And last one, does he have a defined role in the bullpen? No, nobody does, do they? But, um, you know, we're just kind of using each guy each day and um, trying to figure out who we have each day. Uh, yesterday was one of those. We had a few guys down. So guys could have uh, been in roles that they typically wouldn't be. And uh, once again, start looking at a long set of games ahead of us. I think you're going to see more more of that than what you normally would. Uh, just trying to put guys in spots um, to where we feel Will give them a chance for success, but also for us. But you know, he's the kind of guy that we believe, with his experience, could come in in a spot and get guys out of a jam, or potentially like he was doing in Omaha, come in and finish a game if you need him to. There's Mike Matheny started with a uh, Father's Day message. Asked about Anthony Swarzak. You see this dude around? He's this is tenth team. He's tenth team, and he played in the KBL. Grant, if you could name all 10 teams, I will take you to Waffle House. You have time to think after the break, but don't Google it because I'm watching you. If you could name all 10 of 
Swerzak's teams. I, I don't think I can name five. Exactly. So I know I'm not taking you. So I threw that out there. <laughs> well, I won't end up taking you. But bottom line is, Peter Moylan, former Royal, works for Bally Sports in Atlanta with the Braves. And we've heard all about the substances. People are like, oh, you just take all these substances away with pitches. Well, they need them for grip on the ball. Peter Moylan gave one of the best, I think, examples of a viewpoint from a pitcher. I'd love to get your thoughts on it as well. 913-576-7610. That's next. Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.